I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I do I Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Purdy Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. So only you can see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 100 of Bad Parenting da, Podcast. Da, da, da. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. <laughs> Fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we could almost call this 100 part oh, two. Nope. No, we, nope. we, we had a meltdown during recording last week. and We. Yeah, we did. We both, we got into a little snap, a little scuffle, a marital spat, as it were. <laughs> On mic. <laughs> On mic, and we decided that, you know... We couldn't release that part of it, so I, had a, I looked at this episode to see if I could salvage any I, of it. I, 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 no, said, no, no, I was no. like, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna put it up there either. <laughs> um, so I looked at the episode to see if there was anything I could salvage, and it was like, yeah, no. no. I mean, it would have just no. been an abrupt stop. <laughs> so I decided we'll just go ahead and scrap it. We'll, we'll, we'll pick it up again next week, or in this case today, and uh, and yeah, we will try not to get into a fight tonight. So. Um, if you behave, we should be okay. <laughs> yep, it's on me. Yeah, yeah, totally all you. I blame you. Just as much as you blame me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the stressors of life and and buying a house and and stuff. So it all just kind of went poof last week and and yeah. So we're back. There's a giant mushroom cloud over the garage. Mm-hmm. See, it, it did miles. warm it up a little bit in here. <laughs> I know. Toward the end, I was feeling kind of like, yeah. like somebody get me a fan. <laughs> it's not quite as brisk as it normally is. And I tell you, it's getting harder and harder to get to the spot to record as we're trying to compile more stuff to move and get stuff moved around and things packed and, and empty boxes brought in from work and whatnot. The garage has become an absolute disastrous clusterfuck of an area. Yeah, it's like an obstacle course to get back to our little couch, which right. honestly shouldn't be here. Like, right. this is the worst. Like, right. we really shouldn't. This couch should be gone. <laughs> it, it, do, it does need to get gone. and We're going to get rid of it, but it's just... We have to be able to get it out the door, and right now that can't happen. I know. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, M- moving is fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I was in the trans room today. I'm like, fuck, I have to pack all this up soon. <laughs> then I was in Tempe's room to check around. I'm like, That's oh, so much my worse. God. 
Well, I'm thinking I need to like schedule an overnighter with my sister since we just had their kids over. And like on the night they're gone, we're just hit all the bedrooms and like, yeah, well, this is going to Goodwill and this is going here and this is getting packed in a box. And then when they ask where all their stuff went, we just go, well, we packed it all. And we, by the time we get to the new place and unpack it, they'll have forgotten most of it. Don't you think so, they'll give them a complex? Because that's kind of what happened to Ezra. It depends on what it is. Like if it's some little rinky-dink McDonald's toy, um, you can just say it got lost. We don't know. Yeah. But what happened with Ezra is it was stuff that he truly, like, legitimately cared about. Like, it was, like, larger, like, you know. Cherished items. Cherished items, yeah. And so, I mean. Well, I've seen him cherish McDonald's straws. That's is, all I'm saying. This is true. This is true. But that's it would just the be straw so that much... I had on the day that I loved and I, and I did mm-hmm. a thing and I always want to remember it in memories and it's memories. So Ezra did have kind of a first yes. this week. Oh, two. Which one are you thinking of? You were talking about the date. Uh-huh. I'm talking about the detention. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> little fucker. Oh man. So yes, he gets to serve an in-school suspension tomorrow. It's not yep. a detention; it's suspension. It's yeah. a third suspension. Yeah. It's, it's marked as such. Um, he tried to use an adult-level joke in a children's-level environment and um it bit him in the air yeah he tried to, and plus well, actually what happened is he decided to try to go along with the crowd and fit in mm-hmm. and it was a crowd of um his peers quote, I, unquote, I still feel like you're letting him get off on that a little easy no, with not. the whole crowd of his peers thing because no, i no, feel no. like i that, no, that, that's i think you're looking at it differently than what i'm trying to parlay it as what i'm trying to say is i'm not saying that he's not accountable for his words I am saying that instead of making the choice to use those words, to try to crack a joke and to try to fit in, he needs to realize that if he does that, especially around certain people, they will rat him out and make sure he takes the fall for it. It happened to me time and time again in school, and it's happening to him time and time again in school. Yeah. Now, that doesn't change the fact that he's still wrong, and I won't let him off the hook for that, and that's why he's not, he's, you know, back down to no fucking anything unless we, you know, are sitting there scrutinizing every little aspect of it um, because he just can't learn when to shut his fucking mouth. So before somebody wires it shut and end up breaking his jaw, I'm going to clamp back down on him from a parental standpoint. Um, I just, I, I do feel like he's getting the somewhat the impression that it's, it's the kids you're hanging around with. And I don't, I feel like he would have said it. No, he would have. He, in, he in would a have. lot of different environments. He, not, not, but, not just but that one. when we had the discussion, the only reason I brought that up was because he was trying to use the excuse of nobody else got in trouble for it. Right. And my point was, I don't give a flying fuck whether or not anybody else got in trouble for it. You shouldn't have said it. And if you're going to say it and you're around people who you don't necessarily trust as like, you know, they're not like your bro dogs that are going to have your back no matter what. Um, you shouldn't be surprised that you're the one that got singled out and picked on because that's what happens. I mean, it's it just, it is what it is. Um, bros before hoes, dude. In this case, you were the hoe. So, I mean, there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. But what I was really upset about was the fact that it was a derogatory comment towards a female. Mm-hmm. And that shit needs to stop and it needs to stop now. Or I may just have to, you know, go all eunuch with him and just castrate his fucking ass so he doesn't have to, you know, contaminate the rest of the world with his little petulant attitude and i i joke when i say that but yeah um he does need to get that shit under control quick yeah it it just was a yeah 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he they, he basically the boys were teasing another girl yeah. about uh, how she's dating some kid, and she was visibly getting upset by it. And then they decided all decided collectively, as from the story that I got. Um, to take it one step further and say, well, she's not just dating him; she's also banging him too. Well, that's where I think right. you and I have a diff. Th- that is where I think we have a no, different opinion. I, 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 that's, I, why, that's why I just said the story I, right. that I got. I didn't say that that's what I believed. I'm saying that's the story that I was given. There's and a the difference between the two. The only reason I th- I think he, I would side more because I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but my. My suspicions lie more toward Ezra starting that particular phrase rolling. It's very possible. Is because he has said it before. He's kind of stepped his toe in that water before. And like I said, see, for me, though, n- none of that matters. It doesn't no, matter. It if doesn't. He's, it it doesn't. doesn't matter if he started it. It doesn't matter if they started it. It doesn't matter who started it. The bottom line is he did it in a group thinking the group was going to keep him safe and the group ratted his ass out. Whoever started all, you know, whether or not he was the first one to say right. it, you're right. He shouldn't have said it at all. But I'm saying it is a little bit worse and we'll never know. So we're not going to act right. on that. Right. But it, it would be a little worse if he started. Totally, that. totally agree. And that's where I'm at is I, you know, and I like totally I said, agree. I am not going to punish him based off of it. I wasn't there. I can't prove anything. And I really do for the most part go by a you know innocent until proven guilty kind of stance right. so i'm not going to do anything regarding it but in the back of my mind i'm thinking i i think this was probably you know at least partially not the initial teasing but maybe that yeah he he just uh, no i i here's how i think it went down and this is what i have the initial teasing started as a group thing he wanting to fit in because I've watched, and the reason why I'm so adamant about it going this, I feel that it went this way is because I watched all his brothers do it, and his mom to this day still does it. Wanted to fit in, so he took it one step further, and it was that one step further that was a step too far, and he instigated that particular scene. And then whether or not, then I'm willing to bet others probably joined in, and then the others were friend, more friendly with each other than they were with him, and he got ratted out. Either way... You know, bottom line is he said something he shouldn't have said. And, you know, we've all had our little run-ins with trying a little bit of humor that's above our pay grade. <laughs> Do you want to hear mine? Because sure. it's funny. I might have already said this on the show. Maybe. I don't know. Um, when I was in fourth grade, I had a very eclectic, awesome teacher. She mm-hmm. was just really dynamic and was teaching us French and, like, just really random stuff. Randomly good teacher. Um, that Christmas, my grandparents took all of us to see a local group called the fallen angels choir Mm -hmm. for a Christmas show. And fallen angels choir is known for being a little more adult humor. Right. I don't think my grandparents knew how adult the humor was. Yeah, I think you talked about this. So at one point, so, oh, okay. This is the mid nineties. Yeah. Um, and they all dressed really, I didn't even know that what the word would be, but like just very eclectic, very out there, very very cool in my mind, like the coolest people I'd mm-hmm. ever seen in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in one of, of their songs, they're talking about cross dressing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, that must mean what they're doing. Right. How they dress is cross dressing. That is which what, technically is true, <laughs> right? And it. It made an impact on me. Like, that's how I want to. So, like, 
probably three or four weeks later, we're all in class and the teacher's like, so what, what is everybody going to do when they grow up? You know, what do you, how, who do you want to help? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? Blah, blah, everybody's going on and on and on doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I want to be a cross-dresser. She went four shades of white, <laughs> just like done, just like the, all the color drained from her face. And she just like, we'll talk about that later. And then moved on. Right. Which is probably the best thing she could have done. So then she pulls me back to the back of the room. She's like, where did you hear that word? What's going, you know, like small town teacher, you know, even though she's really cool, she wasn't really quite that cool. (laughs) She wasn't ready for that. (laughs) This is also going through my phase of dressing like incredibly weird, like probably partially due to that same uh, event i i would wear like my mom's old tap dancing costumes for like like fringe from mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. like uh strapless with this fringe that went all the way down to the knees and like uh, just the craziest stuff so she was just at her wits end but anyway i made a joke about cross-dressing because i thought it was funny it wasn't <laughs> right yeah well and it was because you didn't understand what what you were saying yeah it's a little bit different the context but yeah but it's still same the same idea. thing. So th- th- this whole thing, though, it, it came to a head on the. Um, I was already had having kind of an off day at work, and the next day I'm heading home, and I get the phone call from school about this thing. And that night, I'm supposed to be taking them to this. Um, I was actually it, it considered a work event. I got a customer of mine that um, coaches high school basketball, and he wanted us to come down and watch um, one of their games, which I. I don't sports ball, but this is a pretty goddamn good game because up until the fourth quarter, we were getting our asses handed to us. And then the fourth quarter, they won by six points. So I'm like, or once again, the spread may be whatever the numbers work out to to make it work correctly in this version of sports ball. I mean, six points might be correct. I don't know. I know there's threes and twos and ones and all that jazz. So Yeah, but they can all add up. Exactly. you're, You're fine. I think you're fine. I, I think I, nobody would have known that you don't. Right. That if so you just, yeah. anyways, um, but, but we, uh, so they, uh, so I'm like, you know, I'm getting the phone call. I'm heading home. I'm like, God fucking damn it. I'm supposed to be taking him out to this thing. I've already got him on the list. You know, it's going to be one of those, like, come see dad, kind of what he does on the more towards the fun side of what dad does. And, 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 and there was another, um, um, a coworker of mine that was bringing his daughter, who's the same age as Ezra. And I didn't, so I did like, do I not take him and punish him hard for this? Do I still take him? Do I, you know, I didn't really want to leave the other girl hanging there. Um, so I just didn't quite know how I was going to play it. And finally you and I came up with the fact that we just need to re- let him realize that, our love is not dependent upon his behavior and in this particular scenario because how what a specialized thing it was we'd go ahead and let him come with us but it was going to end up you know he's still going to have to pay for it later so well he's getting severely punished right. in other arenas but i didn't feel like one on one time with you is kind of a special treat right and it's pretty rare one on one time with any of us is a special right. treat to any of the kids so and so i really felt like if we took it away, it would send the wrong message. Right. And and it also gave me a good chance to talk to him on the way over there. Like, right. really, dude? I mean, come on. Um, dumbass. <laughs> Pull like a red foreman kind of thing on him. Um, so, yeah. So, we went there. And uh, co-worker's daughter is like 
the cute, not awkward female equivalent of Ezra, meaning she's into all the same stuff. She likes to read. She plays video games, all the same video games he plays. She, all the stuff, but she's just very, her dad is one of those guys that can talk to anybody. He can walk into a room and just become friends with anybody. He's like, the, the you know, the, just an outgoing, bubbly personality type person. And she definitely got all that from him. So that's really, even though she's got all this, you know, quote unquote nerdy stuff or whatever, all the social awkwardness that normally comes along with that, not there because she's able to just kind of command a room like he is. And it was instantaneously smitten from his end, but she actually reciprocated the gesture too. That was the funny part. As, as we're walking out, I'm like, all right, buddy, let's go to the car and I'm getting ready to take him with me. She's like, well, um, actually my dad's cool. If he, I know my dad will be cool if he rides in the car with me. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm like a kid like, hey, damn, player. <laughs> <laughs> so they rode over together. I guess that the two of them were actually harassing her dad, which he's like, shit, they wouldn't let up on me, man, the whole way over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so then the entire basketball game was just them, you know, I, I thought he'd actually sit there and want to watch the game. Nope. Hormones are kicking in, and wow, they're all like giggling and, and, and goofing off and running around and whatnot, and they were um they passed out these uh blinking LED sunglasses for like the home team to wear and so they she went down and used her little cute you know can I have one of those because it was supposed to be for the student body for the school and they actually <laughs> handed her like three or four pairs <laughs> <laughs> so she brought them up and he had a pair and they had those little finger light things that have the little optical fiber. we've gone with the Dollar Tree yeah. before um and so she got those too and. And, um, yeah, so the entire night was just me sitting there laughing my ass off as they're giggling and, and playing and just kind of, you know, just becoming friends. Well, I'm the one that's actually sitting here watching this fucking basketball game. I'm like, this is so backwards because <laughs> I was just like, how am I going to get through this night? And now, you know, and he's going to be over here watching the game and nope. And he claims he watched the game. He's like, oh, I was watching it. I was watching it. I'm like, well, what did we win by? We won. <laughs> I'm like exactly my point there, Bozo. Um, so that that was that, that was quite entertaining. So it, it, I'm glad we let him go to that. But now the um, now the pain can begin. <laughs> I don't think he's seen it realized fully yet because we've had because we, had we went straight party. from the basketball game and then today yesterday we did the birthday party and then today we've just done cleanup and recoup right so he hasn't really seen the full brunt of it come down mm -hmm. so this week is yeah this week's gonna crack down on him pretty yeah. rough um and you know he all on top of that he had uh, lied about some math homework that he supposedly didn't have that I could talk to the teacher about. He said, no, he gets homework on this day, this day, and this day, but he rushes through it at school and then ends up getting it all wrong. And so I came down on him pretty rough for that too and making making him redo it. And so we're, we're working on some behavioral issues with him when it comes to certain things. And they're not anything outlandish. And everybody, I mean, Trent right now is refusing to take no for an answer. Right. And and Temperance is... Just is, ignoring. Just, just ignoring. ignoring. She just straight up doesn't even listen yeah, to you. She yeah. Just, she, yeah. No, no, no. She heard you. No, no. But I'm saying she doesn't... She doesn't... <laughs> she just chooses to not acknowledge it and continue to do what she was doing. She's like, what? What was that sound? Right. But I will say, I, I she totally, 
totally inherited my sense of humor. Oh, I know. So tonight we're watching that. What was it? Unaccompanied, Unaccompanied Minors, which is like some. Sh- well, okay. it, it was. It, was, it wasn't it, completely shitty, no. but it was kind of rough. It was. It was one of those definite um, family movies where the adults are just kind of dragging their way through it, and it makes the kids laugh. But there was a lot of a. Uh, Louis Black was in it. It was, and um, but there was a lot of a. Uh, uh, um, physical humor mm-hmm. like when it comes to like getting hit in their crotch and whatnot oh, and, and um, every time tempe just cackled and then a couple fart jokes too oh, yeah. um and it, she laughed at those too and then she i think she made the comment like you know uh nut shots and fart farts or something like that make me laugh every time no i said <laughs> well, that's what you said i said um fart jokes and nut shots this girl's got your sense of humor. Mm. And she goes, yep, I do. And then she says, I'm like, when is somebody going to get punched in the nuts again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trent's there. He's like, he's like, so it hurts when you punch it and get punched in the nuts. I'm like, yeah. Then he proceeds to punch himself in the balls. I'm like, no, <laughs> dude. He's like, that didn't hurt. I'm like, well, you didn't quite hit. I'm like, just don't. don't he, he, just tries stop. To, he goes for it again. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't. We don't self-flagellate. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> well, and then what was she talking about? She did something where she was talking about beans. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, like nuts. Yeah. <laughs> or was that Trent? I don't no, that remember. was her. That was her. Yeah. No, because you, somebody you said something about beans and plants versus zombies. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they didn't work, or they weren't yep, good. Yeah, my beans didn't work. And then you said something about yeah, that's not something any guy wants to hear. And she caught on immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, you mean she, nuts? Yeah, she said, you mean you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's gonna she's gonna fit right along in there with the boys um, and hold her own when it comes to the humor. That's gonna. <laughs> yeah, she's either going to attract a real special one. Yeah. Or scare them all, all the away. way. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be that girl that has a hard time finding a date because she intimidates them all. <laughs> Which I'm perfectly okay with. Well, and this movie starts off with this scene of this girl punching a Santa in the stomach. And she immediately goes, I like this girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was fun. And, and you got a butt cramp? What? No, my leg. I leg think it fell asleep. Oh, and no. now it's waking up and it hurts so bad. Pins and needles, pins and needles. It's not that. Boom. It's that thing where it's like, it's not pins and needles. It's um, it's like it's like atrophy. It's like it's like the entire muscle has died, mm-hmm. and I have to bring it back to life. And it's not the pins and needles that hurt. It's the deadness. Mm-hmm. I have a it's zombie leg. The, it's always the pins and needles that hurt for me when I come those, back. Those don't feel great. Because they happen to me, but this right. is the this is like the actual muscle where I feel like I can't move at all. It's like a giant Charlie horse, mm-hmm. but not caused for the same reasons. Anyway, no worries. Moving on. Well, I'll say let's let's get we have some listener voicemails. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that, and then we'll move into the birthday party. Yes, and then I think we can call this a, a, a called a good show. Yay for the show! <laughs> so uh, we have a. A special one that I'm playing first. It's uh, the label is 100th episode. Congrats! And it's from Killa Wilba. So let's get that going. G'day, Justin and Jody. Congratulations on the 100th episode of the Bad Parenting Podcast. I look forward to the show each and every week, and I am never disappointed. And also, congratulations on the anniversary of you two guys. Um, just realized I didn't say who I was, but I'm pretty sure you can tell by the voice. You know who it is. It's Paul Hogan. <laughs> showing some on my knife. That's no, not a knife. Just kidding, guys. You know who it really is. It's Graham. 
Oh, that's right. You can't know me by that name. It's Killer Wilbur here. <laughs> Crikey. Anyway, guys, good job making 100, and I can't wait for the next 100. And just for you, I'm going to play my didgeridoo. Wow, 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 wow. What a beautiful noise. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> I love how he says, uh, whoops, I didn't didn't introduce myself because you won't know who I am, and then says three different names. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we knew it. We knew it. We were good. Yeah. Because we have tons of listeners from Australia, too. The, the only thing he like, mi- tons. The only thing he missed is welcome to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Mr. Kilowilba, for uh, submitting um, that uh I think my commentary the first time we listened to it was a little bit better. <laughs> but I will say, I also forgot what, was, what he said between then and now. Uh, a little. I, no, I, I got some, I remember some of it, but yeah. So My, then, my rage didn't, right. didn't fog my memory. And then we have another one here. This one's from Slacker. Hey guys, it's Slacker. I'm standing outside on my front porch right now. And I'm looking at all this wonderful snow everywhere. I think we got like eight, nine inches. That That's what she said. And what I understand is, why do some people hate this stuff? My wife is like just shooting daggers at it. I hate snow. I hate snow. <laughs> In-laws, hate snow. I hate snow. I got the day off yesterday because of this stuff. I love snow. <laughs> if it wasn't so cold, I'd get down there and just hug the shit out of it. I love it. I just wish I had a four-wheel drive so I wouldn't be stuck here so much. That's my next project. I want a Jeep. I want a badass Jeep so I can climb shit. Nah, I want to to do stupid shit with it, but I like to have it just... Okay, I'm going to stop him right there. You will do stupid shit with it. (laughs) If you get a Jeep, I know this from experience, doesn't matter what you say about it, yes, you'll use it to get toodle around down on a normal basis, it'll help you out in the snow, it'll help you out that, then you'll see that mud bog that you just happen to drive by every once in a while, you're like, hmm, my Jeep's a little too clean for my taste, (laughs) we're gonna go see what this bitch can do. (laughs) Then you're gonna go find, and yeah, you you will, you and Eric can back me up on this, there's a number of people you will do stupid shit in your Jeep, no matter what you say. So have the security of knowing if I need to get out, I can. You guys... Is that a sex reference? Sounded <laughs> like it's me. <laughs> get any snow, because this stuff is wonderful. This isn't a rant this week. This is just my love of beautiful white snow. This is... I mean, if black snow would be, you know, all snow matters, I guess. It's okay. I just wanted to get that in there this week before the show this week. God, this stuff's wonderful. And I might not be able to go to work tomorrow because of it. That'd be beautiful. Fuck blows hardware. Well, love you guys. You guys have a great week. Take it easy. We love you too, Slacker. Okay, and let let me give you my stance on snow. As long as I can stay home and the power doesn't go out, I love snow. I love snow. I, always, I I grew up in an environment where we got snow every year. I really enjoyed going sledding. So I have like all the fantastical memories from being like a kid and getting 
annual snowfall every winter where people knew what the fuck to do when it snowed. So it didn't bother me as much because we didn't lose power because of the snowstorm. We didn't have people like thinking that, you know, uh, Christ himself was returning and the mm-hmm. fucking world was ending and whatnot because a couple trace inches hit the ground. Uh, and then I moved to port back to Portland. And yeah. So I, I love the snow. I, I hate all the idiots that try to, you know, go out there and either get into it and, and then get themselves into some trouble or the ones that just freak out because it's like, you know, it's, it's like a light dust and they're like, Oh my God, what do we do? It's like, you just, you just drive. I mean, so it's the people and, and the, uh, the overwhelming feeling of, eh. yeah. Um, and for I, me, I, oh, the, the other thing is I don't like the snow in our current house because it's not a good place to go right. trudging around in the snow because there's all these rocks and hills and the driveway. Like, you can't get up or down it. Yeah. yeah. So that is an issue. But for see, me. that's the other problem too, is like, but this has to go back to with the cities that knowing how to handle it. Like when they plow the roads here, they plow and they block your driveway. Um, so you can't get in or out. And and if you don't catch it in time, it will warm up enough to start melting it just to cool off enough in the evening again to freeze it. So then you have from what went from a wall of snow to a wall of ice. And it looks like that fucking mountain from Game of Thrones. You just can't get out of it. So you end up getting stuck at your house. And then you get a little stir crazy. And that's the part that, you know, it's like, it, but, but like being in Colorado when it was snowing, it was great. They knew how to handle the snow. You could get in and out of the snow. People were expected to still like do shit when it was snowing. Um, it was no big deal. That's actually probably my favorite part about the snow is when like everything shuts down because of the snow. Like, yes. <laughs> that, but, but when you get to that point where, like, where you, you need to get your kids out of the house for their own protection so you don't strangle them personally. But that's where it comes in. Like, cause if you have a place with like a big backyard or where I grew right. up where you can just turn them loose. Right. You can just turn them loose. Like here's a snowsuit. Here's some boots. Come back in a couple hours. Yeah. Have fun. Don't turn blue. And, yeah. and and you can just let that happen, and then they don't get stir crazy. That's very true. So in the new place, <laughs> uh, you know, crumbling that it all continues to fall into place. Finally, um, we will. Uh, we have the backyard. We can send them out. We can yep. do that stuff, and it'll be fine. Um, and a front row view of everybody who's fucking up on the right, road in front of us. Right, exactly. So, although now that I'm thinking of it, we should probably put like some cement barriers. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just put those metal posts or something like twanging into it instead of I, the way I look at it. It's been there for almost eight years and yeah. it hasn't been mashed into yet. So, um, that is not a real. That's not a real uh, dangerous spot no, of the road right there. No, it's a straight shot. Right. Our right. mailbox might get taken out. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. It happens no matter what you do. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for the voicemails. We, yes, we love you all, you. too. And, um, uh, yes, Killa, thank you for the happy anniversary wishes. I understand that when you sent that to me, it was actually out right after our anniversary mm-hmm. or right during it. So um, this the delay in actually playing it on the show is nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was all us. So... Um, so birthdays. We had a fourth birthday party yesterday. We did. And it, I have okay. to, ha, hold on. I have to say something. Hats off to you. You came up with this whole little like thing that you did and all the kids loved it and it was a hit. It was great. I, I just paid for all the food. So I'm, I'm, and it, I'm, that was great. I didn't have to plan anything. Well, we, f- we fucked up. 
we waited too long to organize it. Trent really wanted to have it at a local pizza place, and and I will I will have to say that we kind of fucked up. But part of the problem is we've been between your grandpa's funeral, back to back cheer competitions. Mm-hmm. Trying to schedule it on weekends when people were available, it got mm-hmm. to the point where if we didn't just go ahead and say schedule it and you either show up or fuck you, mm-hmm. and not really fuck you, we get people's lives happen, but um, we were never going to get it done. True that. So we just had to pull the trigger and get, and it was not an optimum optimal time to do it. It wasn't like when we wanted to do it, but you know we actually wanted to do it at the restaurant where we got the pizza from because where Trent wanted to do it, but right. they were they were booked with back to back thirty tops. And that's when I had to get creative because if we're gonna do it at our house, it right. can't just be show up and yeah. eat. Like it there has to be a thing. Yeah. So I did I did a thing. We did painting. It was all painting. Yep. You set up some easels and yep. we had paper out and yep. the kids all had paint. We had drop cloths down so they didn't fuck up the house. Yep. And they painted and I busted the GoPro out and the yep. GoPro did a time lapse of the entire party. It's actually uh, the computers in there. Um, I stitch everything together and it's actually it's all uh, what do they call that? Uh, anyways, yeah, it's it's building the video now. So it's um the technical word escaping me. I'm not trying to keep trying to figure it out. Um, but I'll be posting that soon, so you guys don't have a time lapse. Of compiling the is that the right word? Yeah, kind of. No. Um, you know, compiling would be one word for it, but there's more encoding. Ah, <laughs> there it is. Gotcha. It's encoding the um, video. <laughs> so yeah, it was awesome. I I'm I'm very pleased with the amount of children that showed up. Yeah, and they um and, the, and we uh, let their paint teens dry, and now we have them to hand yeah. them out because yeah. they actually got to keep it once it's all said and done. Um, and we avoided any uh. Any uh, altercations or any fights? Because we have we have um, we have one friend whose child, I guess, if, for technical definition, falls somewhere on the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. and so uh, she just is like a, she's a she's just a little firecracker, and so she saw paint and she's like yes, <laughs> and she went to start painting on the first thing she found, which happened to be another kid's painting. <laughs> And, and he handled it so He did. Well. He handled it so he like he took it like a champ. He, he, yeah. At first, he was just like he was like, yeah, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, like you his, can see his brain like overloading because like, to what a five year old, this is like right. the end of the world. Right. And uh, his we all mom was in. like, his mom was like, it's okay, calm down, blah blah blah. And and he's like, okay, okay. I'm like, check it out, okay. dude. Well, if you need to, we'll get you a new piece of paper. It's fine. And all parents step in. I mean, the, the parents of. And our friends, they, they, he's like, no, honey, you can't. That's, that's somebody else's photo here. This mm-hmm. is your paper over here. And as soon as he redirected her, she was kosher. Yeah. It was good. But but it was nice to see them not like, it didn't like immediately like poof and turn into the, <laughs> the you know, nuclear holocaust that it could have become when the kids melt down like that. Yeah. Um, and then we did the ice cream cake that he wanted. Yep. And uh, that was pretty delicious. Uh, we have not done one of those for the kids before. No, it was pretty good. And it was the same price as a regular cake. Right. Now, for the summer rotates, we get to have air conditioning or something because that shit melts. Right. It quick. melted really fast. So yeah. I'm really glad that, I mean, honestly, it can be the thing because Trent can never have an outdoor party. Right. And the other kids, oh, we always do something outside. And, right. you know, he can never have that. Maybe he gets to have the ice cream cakes. They used to have the outdoor parties, and it's just a wash. It's just a trade-off, yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> but he, even he did really good. He was super cordial. He said his thank yous. He was very excited for all the presents he got. Um, and, like, he didn't have any comments for, like, you know, this one sucks or anything else. <laughs> thank God. Um, he was just very much... One kid finally gets it. You can get well, a that turd or, wrapped in 
wrapping paper and you would it's either that or the anticipation of him, yeah, of him waiting for that party he, he finally kind of made it made it like awesome and for him. we have parlayed this into several key things with yeah. his routine like we we've been leading up to this party for a couple of weeks about how um you know once you have your party mm-hmm. you're kind of a you're a you're you're officially a big kid now yeah. and like um you know he made a comment a about that today now? yeah <clears throat> we're in the car and he's back in the back seat and he gets himself all buckled up and then he can, cause he can buckle his car seat down and all that. And he, he's all done. He goes, daddy. I'm like, yeah, buddy. He's like, I can't believe that I'm four. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe you're four either. He's like, I'm such a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, buddy. Yes, you are. You're such a big boy. And you know, he's like, yeah. That's funny. That's what you make me say too. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that was a good burn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I thought the phrase was, I poppy, I like it rough. No. <laughs> you never made me say that. It just doesn't come across in my white girl accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so, um, but yeah, we. It's so all in all, it was good. And they had, we had the his cousins, my sister's kids stayed over. And we had a freaking... Um, toddler dance, dance party. party, which you'll see in the time lapse video. You'll see a spot where all the adults kind of collapse on the couch, <laughs> and the kids are still just going fucking batshit crazy <laughs> on the carpet. That's why we had the music playing and they're doing their dances. And my niece is a headbanger. Mm-hmm. If they don't, if they don't do right by her and get her into like some metal and shit like that, I mean, because she was just out there just thrashing around, like you are going to be a fucking bomb in the mosh pit, man. Just watch out. <laughs> yeah, that. Probably our least well thought out decision was was to have them over. For we've the been night. trying, but see, we've been trying to coordinate that forever too. It's like all this back, and every time we'd set up a weekend, something would happen. I know. We'd get sick. Kid got sick. Somebody died. Um, it just kept happening. So finally, but yeah, just you know what? Fuck it. We'll pull the trigger on that. Bring them over here. And it, we and owed it, her for a long right, time, and so. it worked out great. They uh, the kids were good; they were all behaved. My niece no longer thinks I'm, you know, a Satan she doesn't incarnate. think you're evil anymore. Right? She's still not sure that you should help her with anything. anything. Well, and, and I, I was telling my sister too. I said I was able to feed her breakfast. I was able to do all this other stuff for her. I'm like, the one thing she still won't let me do is change her diaper. And I said, or help her change her clothes. Right? She's and like, I, no. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? And I said, frankly, that made it Jody's problem, and I was okay with that. And yeah, I know. And I'm like, great. There's a reason we potty trained all our kids so freaking early. And so glad that we got, got so lucky with Trent because he's a stud with it now. Yeah. No accidents at nighttime. Nope. If we could just give him to aim better. But I, that's going to be a problem. I'm seriously, I feel so freaking lucky. Yeah. Because I know people who have their kids at least in pull-ups at night mm-hmm. well into their kindergarten years oh, Ezra was way yeah. well for a long yeah. time into pull-ups and i we haven't even had to look at a diaper in a year mm-hmm. at least that's so awesome <laughs> and then when i get like confronted with diaper i'm like oh diapers are gross what do i do with this again? Like, why yeah. haven't you taught them to go in the toilet and then <laughs> i like then i have to backtrack because we really got lucky with Trent. We really just got lucky. Yeah, because because Tempe was a longer burn, a little bit. Um, and and Ezra was most definitely a longer burn. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I think we were wiping his ass till he was in first yeah, grade. Right. <laughs>
And uh, and so yeah, he's and, and Trent's really good too. Like he'll tell you, he'll be like, I, I need to poop. <laughs> and like so we always so like there's no accidents. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only time we ever had a problem was when he ate way too much fruit that one day, yeah. and he made it. He he was in the bathroom when it happened, and he the the act of bending over to pull, or pulling his pants down and bending over while he did it was enough pressure to just cause yep. him to like. Well, and I was. I mean, the sound in his voice was like, <laughs> I pooped on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I will say this: I would rather clean up poop once every four or five months, right, than have to wear a diaper every day. I, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I was waiting for that one to click. It took a second. It took me a second that I'm I like, said that wrong. She got to catch that. Then have to deal with diapers every day. There I think you go. Is what I meant. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're wearing a diaper every day, this is news to me. <laughs> I mean, I we, we sometimes get into some kinky shit, but I never there was that kinky. Internet. I saw a thing on the internet. It was, I, I think it was a joke. It had to have been a joke. But it was a picture of a, like, either late teens or early 20s ripped guy. Like, mm-hmm. or not ripped. um, Svelte, you know, mm-hmm. guy. um, With, like, the Bieber in his face type haircut with a ball cap and Mm -hmm. his shirt like lifted up seductively up to show his nipple but he was wearing an adult diaper (laughs) changes the entire concept of that picture doesn't it the caption said (laughs) i just found this picture on my boyfriend's um (laughs) cell phone it's him and he's sending it to another man oh boy should i be worried (laughs) i'm like well i guess if you're into that kind of thing no <laughs> it depends on what the, you know, I mean, I, I have some weird pictures of my cell phone too of like oh, well, memes that, and first, shit that I send to No, people. but this was a picture of right, her boyfriend. Right. And I, I'm thinking prank or right. dare or lost a bet. Well, it's like or... that, that video I posted to, um, I think it was to our, to one of my, fa- one of the Facebook pages I managed, I'm not sure which one, but it showed this one where it was like this guy, he was once again, just this ripped, really like athletic looking guy who you could tell was super full of himself because he looked so good supposedly and he's like trying to seductively eat this chocolate <laughs> strawberry strawberry with chocolate syrup on it and like he's like licking it at one point showing off his tongue and he's like, doing it and then it shows this um this a uh, very uh polynesian type person like very islander um bigger dude kind of kind of you know fluffy and uh would just mow on a chicken wing and like pouring hot sauce all over himself and whatnot because he's trying to reenact the video. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Off the show for you. If I remember to, I'll put it when I'm editing, I'll put it in the show notes, but it was hilarious. Oh, we also didn't talk yet about what Trent did at Cheer when I was picking up Tippy on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I don't know that you told me about what I he did. did. Did you? I did. He farted? Nope. Um, that has happened. And I he, tend to hold that just fine. Oh, he made comment about how fat the fat lady is. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> no, okay, I'm sorry. There is let, a let me, woman let me that pause. is a parent. Let me pause. Yes, I, I shouldn't say it like that. But I'm also of a kind of a believer that there's a certain size that you get to that, like, if your, cro- if your belly hangs down lower than your crotch does... Like literally, like like if my belly hung lower hung lower than my dick or my balls do, and slaps my knees, I, I, you I can't, try. I from try a, from a toddler's perspective, right. you can't really hate on that. Listen, 
I've been called fat by toddlers before. I I got over it. Right, <laughs> like right. I, I understand that it's just them expressing a different like yeah. this is different. I mean, I'm fat. I'm There's not, a lot of people in I'm my big, family. I'm, you know, but, I'm but I'm just saying to him being fat there's a level and he's he's well and used to my and he exceeds that she exceeds that level quite <laughs> a quite bit. a bit and Sorry. um i shouldn't laugh but i i the, because the awkwardness at the time probably was just it was horrendous. awful it was awful we were sitting right next to her he goes he goes like under his breath like she's fat like like sorry and i'm like i'm like trent and he just kept, like, I, I was going to ignore it because the first time he said it, I don't think she heard it. <laughs> but, but he just kept he thought, saying it. When he thought you no, didn't hear it. No, mama, she's, she's fat. And I'm like, honey, we don't talk about other people. Right. But she's fat. <laughs> but see, the, the other thing is, too, is that I this this lady, she could be a health issue. She doesn't look healthy. Like, it could right. be a legitimate health issue, which is fine. But that whole spandex is a right, not a, you know, privilege. She needs to kind of take, because the stuff she wears, it's like it, either she's wearing something that's so small, it looks like it's a bodysuit. Right. But I think, I think, and, and here's There are the, ways the, not the, to accentuate that. Uh, I mean. And here's where I get into the whole, I don't want to be a body shamer. Like, no, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't care. No, and, but. And it's but totally her business. It's totally her business. And if, if that's how. But I hope she understands that right. Trent was not trying to be mean. No, and that's that's my point though. Is that is that it's one of those things that we have to be as parents to our best to like, hey, look, dude, that was rude. Whether or not you know, just as much as if that person's too fat, if you talk about somebody who you can see their ribs or whatever, he's talking about how thin they are. Either one is body shaming; it's not okay. However, if I can clearly see the outlines of the you know the if you want to call it cottage cheese or cellulite or whatever like you can see like you know it looks like you could drive hot wheels over it and it's like a mountain escape right because your t- clothes are that tight and it's just not a good look tight clothes like that are not a good look for a lot of people i mean you really have to have like the perfect body um so it's like there's there's but, ways but that's what i mean is no you don't well, no okay but y- but from to, to to you don't have to go out there. You're okay. I'm I'm going to agree with that. But to expect a child not to take an observation of that, as long as the parents are responding appropriately, I think you should just kind of have to be able to handle it. Well, I think um, I think everybody has to own right what their issue is because whether you are different because you're bigger or smaller or a different color or you have freckles all over your face or all over your skin. But, we have friends that look, I mean, we have a friend that has a skin condition that she just right. looks like she's, she's got, it looks like she's got something wrong. Like she's, you know, yeah. Almost like she's got third degree burns. Right. right. And, um, you know, and, and kids are naturally going to be curious about those right, sort of right. things. And, and as long as you own your, your, whatever your thing is and you aren't ashamed of it, right. then nobody has to fear their kids saying something bad about it. And that's kind of where I'm at is I hope she understands that, mm-hmm. that that's, it wasn't him trying to be mean. It was him making an observation and, and honestly a true one. Right. Should she be ashamed of that? No, she can, she can wear whatever she wants to wear. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And I'm trying to teach him other words to use other than fat. Right. But and, and or just if, if if 
the correct time to ask. Like if you're if, if you're if, curious, ask a question. Or but or but you know may, maybe not right then and there. Maybe wait and hold it till they're not in earshot. And I I mean and this is something I still have to work with with on Ezra all right, the time. Is right. if you don't have something nice to say. Then just don't yeah. say it. Just I mean, because nobody the, thinks that calling somebody fat is nice, right? So for me, for me, the one thing that's always baffled me about about these people, and I don't mean it to sound like that. Sorry. Um, I am a man of larger carriage. I, I've you know I've got a belly. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, but even if I lost all that, I'm still just a really large. You know, I've got a, just super broad shoulders. I'm very I'm a very large dude, and I can't stand form-fitting clothing. I can guarantee you that if I had a six-pack and I was all ripply and, like, you know, just all like that, I still would wear baggy fucking shirts because I can't stand the way that, like, the tight T-shirt. And perhaps that would change with a little less flab around the areas. I don't know. I'll find out as I start working out more. But... I've never been one who likes to wear clothing so tight that it's restrictive like that. So it's, it's always made me wonder, like not only is the clothing super tight and restrictive for a quote unquote normal shaped person, when you're trying to stuff that much sausage into that small of a casing, it's like, how can that even be? I mean, how is that even comfortable? Uh, what? And the other thing for me too, is like sometimes there are like visible food stains on the clothes. I think and so, I think the issue that I take with her, and I don't, but if I were to, I would say that it feels like she doesn't put a lot of effort into her appearance in general. Right. And, and you feel and, bad for her because obviously she, she's given up. Right. And that's sad. And that, I think that's actually because I, I know there are people in our family that are technically probably bigger than her. Right. Like, but they just take pride in their appearance appearance right. to a certain degree and, and like i said anybody's has the right to to do whatever they want but she she it, and not be ridiculed for right. it but, but there the, is but, a certain amount of yeah and, and and like i said she also through appearance through her attitude through her behavior she's either had a hard life or is having she just acts like she's given up yeah. and and that's the sad part for me is like is it, is it because you've given up because of your weight is it you've given up because you're in an abusive relationship i mean who knows and i don't i, I haven't been able to walk a mile in her shoes so i don't know her thing but um it is super embarrassing when your kids do that but at the same time it's like you know i i have to look at it from i really do hope these people can be understanding of it as long as like we're not encouraging it yeah like if you're like oh you're right buddy she's a fucking whale then yeah she needs to take offense right you know and at the same time don't over apologize for a kid because that's almost more embarrassing because that's what happened to me um uh i would i used to some part-time nanny for a family that had five kids right uh six kids and the three-year-old at one point, I was doing the dishes. His mom was there. She had just gotten home, and I was finishing up the dishes because I always did. I was a good babysitter. Mm-hmm. I did the dishes. Um, so I'm doing the dishes, and he's standing right there, and he's blah, 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 blah. And he looks at me. He goes, Jody Wynn, how did you get so fat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and here's why. He's three. Mm-hmm. His mom is like a size 0.2, mm-hmm. like just 
teeniest, one of those tiniest ones person. that pops a baby out and the body snaps back like right. nothing. You're like, oh, and, motherfucker. And insanely attractive, like supermodel gorgeous. And here I am. <laughs> like, I wasn't anything to sneeze at looks wise, but I was substantially larger than she was. Right. And he is just, and but with boobs to prove it. Like, I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this lady could have might as well, you know, flat, flat the, the differences were multitude, right? right? And he's just looking at me and he's just trying to figure it out. Because I think part of him's thinking, I don't want to get fat. How did she get fat? So I don't get like, and granted, he shouldn't have been thinking that at all. But I think there's there, there's there was a focus on looks in their family, right. which is understandable when everybody's gorgeous. Um, and I mean that everybody in this family looked like they stepped straight out of a fucking catalog. It was insane. Were they Mormon? No. Yes. 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 They, they were. were. Of course, they were. They they, they, look like, they, they walked straight off of the the picturesque, you know, front of the. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. So. Picture those Mormons that you see in all the magazines. Yeah. yeah it's them. them. It was them. Uh, she even had that Mormon mom haircut. Anyway. Um. Now, which one is the Mormon mom haircut in your opinion? Oh, at the time, it was this um almost pixie like cut. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um. But just really bouncy uh-huh. and like it just, just radiant, just right. radiant and blonde and just anyway. Obviously, I had a crush on her or something because no, I'm I just, going on. I, I, that's actually the reason why I was asking that is that was actually, in my opinion, that was more the um, the uh, uh, church mom haircut yeah. because yeah. I knew a lot of church moms who had that same kind of bobby, poofy, mm-hmm. pixie like mm-hmm. thing. Um, I don't know what the appropriate term for it, it wasn't is. It wasn't a pixie cut because it's too long to be a no, pixie cut, no, but it was but too short to be a bob. And it, it was in that funky yeah, in between that. Yeah. It wasn't quite, yeah. But like stacked, like uh-huh. A-line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so this, the mom over here is the son say this. And I just looked at him and go, oh, honey, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I love me some cheeseburgers. <laughs> well, I did. I was, I was really honest. I'm like, well, I probably eat more food than I should. Cause I like food a lot, you know, like, and I yeah. made it a, a, a joke. Like I really like food and I probably eat too much. And if you don't, if you eat more food than you can use the energy, then you're going to have a little bit more fat and blah, blah, blah. And, and I was just, I was told, I was not even, I was not even offended. Right. And I wasn't even coming across as offended. Like I was just like, buddy, no problem. You know, this is how I got fat kind of thing. Right. And, um, and she just, she cut, she pulled me aside. She's like, I am so sorry he said that. I can't believe he said that. I can't, you know, you are not fat. You are, you know, like just all this stuff and like way over the top. I'm well, like, and that's where you start. That's when it becomes offensive. Right. It's a, you're at this point, you're overcompensating. Right. You know, it's almost like when, the, when, you know, you see the guy in the, in the, the F350 that's like 12 feet off the ground. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, dude. Well, and it sorry felt about to your me penis. like, it felt <laughs> to me, I wanted to look at her and be like, I really don't have a problem with self image. Like, I really, I, I'm, I'm pretty fucking gorgeous. I'm I'm okay with the fact that I I have more fat. And the real honest truth, when you get right down to it, is at the time, I shouldn't have been even considering myself fat. Right. I was I was actually quite quite healthy and active and awesome, and perky. Like the, everything was perky. Um. <laughs> She's talking about boobs. She had perky boobs. Once the breastfeeding a long did, time ago. The breastfeeding has done a little bit of a number to the boobs, and she's not so happy about it. Boobs. Just one more time for you, Jake. Your sister's boobs. <laughs> she thinks they were perky boobs, but they're not perky boobs anymore, Jake. Just, just for you, buddy. 
gross. Yeah, it was just a gross back. He's on the subway yelling at me right now. Fuck you, Justin. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'm just saying there is a, a line with of over apologizing that is equally as insulting or even sometimes more so embarrassing. Right. So, yeah. No, I get it. Anyway. No, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. It's Yeah, you, you get to a point where it's like, okay, you are so overcompensating for it now and over... Not I didn't over think I was fat before, but no, now that no, you've no, said not I'm not fat so many times, maybe it, I am fat. Right, <laughs> and, but it also, kind of, it also kind of shows their... Um, insecurity. Insecurity with it. Like, you know, if somebody said that to them, they would take it so deeply yeah. offensive that... It would just wreck their day, their world, or whatever. That's what I kind of walked away feeling is like sh- if somebody had called her fat, it would have sent she'd her be in into the toilet. She'd, dial- she'd be on the toilet right now. <gasps> yeah. You know, trying to, you know, prove breakfast. That, it didn't affect me that way because f- fat was not a bad word. Right. It wasn't a, um, you know, an insulting word. We just, yeah, it's fat. That's. It's a thing that you have. It's not a. Right. It's not a descriptor of a person. It's a descriptor of the thing that that you have. Right. Like I have. I have fat on my belly, mm-hmm. but I am not fat. Yeah. I guess is yeah, the best I, way to describe exactly. it. Exactly. No, and I get it. And yeah. So it's. But yeah, I, f- I had forgotten about that. That he had said that, and about who he had said it about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh man, I felt like well, the last the cheer competition I went to, she was there. And they all, like, her and, I'm not sure if it's their fan. I don't know the dynamic. It seems like, it's one of those, like, really weird Columbia County-style relationships. Like, are you her cousin, her husband, both? What's going on here? <laughs> um, and uh, they're all in this, like, busted-ass Pontiac, like, Grand Prix or something like that. And they shoved her in the back. I'm like, that's that's harsh. I mean, because it's hard enough to fit into a Pontiac Grand Prix at that size in the front seat, let alone in the back seat. And then when she got in, it was like that "What's Eating Gilbert Grape" scene, where like the entire car just goes, Roar! and I'm like, oh, and I I hear, heard it, and I get the car moan. I'm like, that's oh, I feel so bad. I'm just like, that's that's not right. You guys just get a truck, something, help this lady out, just so she's not, you know, let, let her get sit in the front seat. That's not cool because I mean, it, she like, did the whole shuffle thing. I mean. It was like, it was such, it was one of those scenes out of like a bad movie where she's like trying to like wedge herself in there and I'm just, and it was taking an obscenely long period of time for her to get into the car. And so the whole thing is just like, oh, this is a spectacle that, oh man, I feel bad for <laughs> And then, like a train wreck, I couldn't stop watching. So. Apparently, this <laughs> well, is just, way more time and attention than I have ever paid to somebody getting out. Of I was car. also waiting for Ezra to finish settling himself because, for not being that fat, he sure acts like a fat person sometimes when he's getting in the car and like, <laughs> and he's got to like you know adjust himself, and then, and then he actually like rolls onto his ball sacks. He's got to pull it out. And, have you, you know, noticed the way he's walking these days? Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of like a he's waddle. got a bowling ball between his legs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, dude, you, you trust me. I've actually seen you naked. It ain't that big. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to give it give it that much uh uh breathing room. room. Yeah. Yeah. But then again I think I think his testicles are like fully descending too, which is a whole nother Oh, you gotta get used to that? Yeah. When all of a sudden they're taking up more space between your legs is than that a, before. Is that an issue? Is that a thing? I well, I've not been through that. Like, does it physically take up that much more space? It just feels different. Like, especially if you squish it by accident. I mean, it does happen. You, you normally you don't think about your balls until something <laughs> happens to them. 
then you do think about them. Like when you, you know, accidentally are sliding out of the truck and they roll under a leg and you squish them. You're like, <laughs> you almost fall over. <laughs> you know, that, that, yeah. That happens to you a lot. It does. I, I have come to find out that I come from a long lineage of, um, saggy balls, saggy bald men. Cause yeah. my, my, uh, my grandpa, uh, had a stroke. I think we actually, we, we had briefly talked yeah. about this. That, that was the other factor too, is he was in the hospital on a stroke that night. And so I think that was kind of just, you know, yep. so all that hanging over just kind of blew things up. Um, but he's also got hearing aids. And so he, but he had his hearing aids out while they had all, were, were monitoring him and whatnot. And he was going to get back into the hospital bed after they'd helped him get to the bathroom and whatnot. And the nurse is trying to get him to stop as he's going to sit down. I thought <laughs> she just said, my grandma said she had to scream, you're going to sit on your nuts. <laughs> and my grandma was embarrassed as fuck about it because she had to yell because in order loud enough for him to hear and it like echoed throughout the halls of the hospital and he stopped and like froze and told her thank you and adjusted and i cannot wait <laughs> till that happens to you oh my what, sitting god on my nuts? i've done it no it hurts no, no i was <laughs> being in this really vulnerable uh, position yeah. and being like somebody has to tell you not to sit on you right well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll just put it this way. You know how they, there's the, like tall people complain about how the world's not designed for people who are super tall? The world's also not designed for guys who have a saggier, you know, uh, sack down there. They, or, you know, just just a pollute at that. There are certain things that, uh, you know. Dip. Dip sometimes <laughs> when you don't want them to. <laughs> so you have, you have to find new ways of, uh, <laughs> of doing said procedures so they don't accidentally go for a little little splash. So <laughs> it's just one, yeah. the The average person is not who everybody is, and, and the things that were designed for the average person aren't always, you know. And hotels are well, the worst. Well, at least you offenders. don't sit on the handicapped toilets and have your toes dangle. That's true. <laughs> See, like you know, you've got the sure. problem. Yeah, he, 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 you have to like pull vault onto the toilet <laughs> seat. <laughs> Like, you know how a lot of, especially a lot of women of larger carriage prefer the handicapped stall because you don't feel like you're squished in there like a sardine. Right. Um, I actually prefer to not use the handicapped stall because I literally have to jump a little bit to get, on to to get onto the yeah. toilet yeah. and my toes go <laughs> like you a little like, kid. You feel like you're five again. Like, do, 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 do. <laughs> and it's not, not fun. Yeah, no, it's... <clears throat> It's not fun to have the other thing happen either, especially <laughs> that there are some bathrooms that are like, oh, I am going to have to soak those in bleach now. So, yeah. Yeah. So, the world just needs to be, you know, be a little more accepting of certain <laughs> body conditions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder, well, if a, I wonder if there's a surgery for that, like you know, a, a, a ball tuck, like a like a skin, like a sack skin shortening, or I'm sure there know, is some sort of a device. There's got to be. Yeah, there know. is no way that that does not exist. Well, I remember. <laughs> so going back to that, because I making the comment that hotels are the worst offenders. My my mom used to manage a restaurant at a hotel. And uh, the front desk manager was sitting there one time, and my mom's at the front desk talking to one of the employees. And then she says, this old man comes up and kind of looks around. He's like, 
I need to speak to to, to your, one of your managers, please. And she's like, okay. Well, and she brings over the front desk manager. He's like, well, how can I help you, sir? And he's he's looking around. Mom said she looked like super nervous, and she was trying to figure out what was going on, but no one was scared of him. He's like this frail old man, right? And he like motions to the guy to come in, and she hears after the fact that he gets the manager in super close. He's like, you need to do something about your toilets. I keep dipping my balls in them whenever I go to take a shit. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't know what he said at first. I know it was the front desk manager. He's like, oh, damn. Oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, God. I'm sorry, sir. Oh, oh. <laughs> and this is, it was one of was those. Was that the tall guy who I'm thinking of? Uh, the very boisterous black man? Yes. Yes, yes. Um, so you know his reactions. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> so he's just like. And my mom said, they're trying to figure out like, what the fuck is going on. And finally the gentleman leaves and she asks him about it. He tells her and she starts laughing her ass off. But, you know. She's the one who told me about the dick trails on the seats. Uh, and I never yeah. realized what that was before. And right. then I couldn't sit in a hotel forever. Right. If you ever get into a hotel that has a fabric office chair, put a towel down. Just put, just, just put a towel down. Because there's okay. no, there's no way. I'm, I'm still not convinced that every hotel room should not be treated like Dexter's kill room. Right, they should be, but 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 most definitely on if it's a cloth, yeah, or a fabric covered office chair, run, the, run away, just just burn it or put a towel down because there's no way for them to disinfect it properly. There's no way to get those stains out of it properly. And yes, every one of them, and I know this from experience from traveling a lot. There is a dick trail. On the uh, on the old uh, seat there, so you know. That's just, your friendly tip from right. Bad Parenting Podcast, right? And and just yeah, you. It's it's yeah, it's no fun, no fun at all. <laughs> so there are just some, you know, there are certain hotel chains I will no longer ever stay at ever again, and there are some I go to. It's like okay. You know, and the first thing I do is always look at the, look at the office chair. It's like, I will not be working in that at all today. <laughs> <laughs> That's just going to go off to the side. And I'm going to sit here on my bed and like slide something, you know, or slide, or I'll slide the little ottoman over yeah. and work off that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's entertaining. And whatever you do, do not bring a black light. You don't no. want to know. Just oh, trust me. Yeah. Just trust me. Yeah. It's not fun. You'd rather live in ignorance. Right. And also just. The um usually the uh the um the little comforter thing they fold at the foot of the bed mm-hmm. don't ever unroll that and fold it up because that rarely ever gets changed between guest to guest. Like they'll change the bedding itself and, and like the one the uh, the the normal comforter I'll call most them, the upper blanket. ends aren't even using those anymore. Right, but exactly. But the ones that do yeah. don't ever because those ones don't get changed. And I've seen some of the videos of the stuff people do on those things that don't get changed. So uh, yeah, this is not it's no bueno. So and I've been in the hotel rooms next to some of the people that do the things that they do in the always. hotel rooms. Always like yeah. you're always texting me. Yep, happening again. Mm-hmm. I witnessed a uh, trucker get get his rocks off with a lot lizard. That was fun, and I was actually in a classier hotel too. Like it wasn't like one of those pay by the hour joints either. It was like you know this guy. Yeah, because you stay in a lot of pay by the hour joints. No, it, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Is <laughs> I don't stay in those things. So it's like it was not like one of those like you know, twenty five bucks and you get the place for an hour. It was, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, this guy he had uh, he rolled up in his eighteen wheeler and. They got out and ended up in the room next to me and enjoyed themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. carnally, 
biblically even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had all sorts of raunchy things to say to her too. He <laughs> must have paid her a lot for some of that stuff. I was like, damn, where's she charged for those words? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm no. glad you didn't say. Yeah, yeah. It's Ew. Amazing the things will do the things will people will do and the topics we can like slide off into and in, in show too. That's weird. So, yeah. How did we get there? Oh my god. Uh ball dipping, ball sitting okay. to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just kinda went so it, it all started with a fat lady. Yeah. <laughs> As any good story does. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, yes. How is a, a moped like a fat lady. Uh, you said it's on the show before. I have said it on the show. Yes. Ah, oh, damn it. You know, it's Never fun mind. to ride until your. Some it's fun to ride until your friends catch you. It's fun to you. ride until your friends see you on one. Right. Yep. You always you always talk about how it's your favorite fat joke. It so. is. It is. My, I mean, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, is there anything else you'd like to add to this particular special 100th episode celebration extravaganza? Yay. I feel like we didn't do enough. I feel like it wasn't it wasn't hundred episodes. I feel enough. like our fans didn't do enough. Our listeners didn't get submit well, enough hundred episode voicemails. Killa and Slacker did. No, I, I they did. I'm just saying, like the rest of y'all, Slacker. <laughs> it, it's funny that the guy who claims himself to be he's a self proclaimed Slacker <laughs> sent in a voicemail, mm-hmm. but uh, the rest of y'all couldn't do it. Bunch of lazy bums. <laughs> and there goes our listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, because the quickest way to increase your listenership is to alienate all of them. Just to, you verbally abuse them, right? Yep. Okay. Well, that, I've done that. I've done that well. So, All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add, babe? Um, no. Okay. I'm going to give me a cheeseburger. No. I really want a cheeseburger. Like, I'm craving, like, a really good, not like a shitty cheeseburger, right. but like a really good. Well, I tried taking you out to a place that would have had a really good cheeseburger. I did not want to take the kids out again. I couldn't I, do it. It was a good call. The kids were the kids would have been bad. So yeah. yeah. On that note, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail as uh, Slacker and Killa did, you can give us a call at 503-609-0375 or you can uh, record it on your favorite voice recording application like your iPhone and Android phones have built in and email it to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. You can find us on the Facey Spaces and the Instagrams and the Twitters um, uh, under some form of Bad Parenting Podcast. And also our website is badparentingpodcast.com. And I think that's, 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 uh, uh, yeah. I want to say thank you and give a shout out to the boys in the Mediocre Show that are been recording. We've, they've been giving us a lot of love lately. I know. And I really appreciate and it. it. I'm sorry, but it's still weird to have them talk it, about it. It does. It does. Every see, time yeah. it happens, yeah. every time it happens, I go, they just, they right. just said my name. Well, and like they just, they, they just harassed me for the late Christmas card la- oh, that we yeah. sent in on this last episode. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I kind of got buried in my desk. And, and then he gave it to me. Yeah, and they got buried in your purse, and, and he, he, Eric's going to be crap. Oh, yeah, sure, blame the wife on that one. I'm like, oh, no. It was totally me. I don't know how long it sat in my purse, but it was it was a while. Right. And um, and I didn't give it to you. I was going to take it out myself. I know. And, and I, like, I'm no, like, don't worry, honey. I'll handle that. I know. And I'm an awful Six wife. Six weeks later. We've established this. <laughs> no, you're just awful when it comes to timelines. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> and go into the post office. I kind of hate it. Yeah. 
I kind of hate it. That's why there's the outgoing mail drop box on the pub. The you told me not to use that. No, 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 no. I said you can use that. Never said not to use it. I said make sure it's not full, like stuff to the brim where you can pick things out of it. So you're the paranoid one. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do it. Not paranoid. paranoid. I am safe. Like we're getting a locking mailbox in the new place. Only because of how bad we are about checking the mail. I don't think it's going to get any better just because the mailbox is out No, I actually think it will. Because I like checking the mail. It's just that it's up there. But you you drive up there in the car before you pull into the driveway. (laughs) (laughs) I just forget. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll see. But I I just, with all the high school kids walking up and down the street going to school, I'm not taking a chance of leaving the mail getting left in there and then somebody just doing something stupid with it. So, yeah, there's that. All right, we've extended yet another outro. Yep. <laughs> so unless you have anything else to add, babe. Nope. All right, well then until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. You and your mother. It's out there now. Here it goes.